You're listening to episode 44 of the Take the Reins podcast with Nikki Porter. Welcome, and thanks for stopping by. You're listening to Take the Reins, a weekly personal growth podcast for horse owners. If you're invested in becoming the best version of yourself in all your relationships, both human and equine, this is the spot for you. Through our conversations, you will learn how to become a stronger communicator, leader, and deepen the connection you crave both in and out of the arena. Horses have an awful lot to teach us, yet very little of it actually has to do with horses. They reflect back to you who you are emotionally, physically, and energetically. They are a mirror to your soul, and it is time to take an honest look at who you are and who you want to become. I can't wait to connect with you, so here we go. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Take the Reins podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Porter, and I can't wait to share with you some very exciting things happening before I start into a great episode about my top three takeaways from my four-day clinic with a top Canadian horseman. You are not going to want to miss them. But first, I am happy to share two very exciting bits of news and one story. The first bit of news is that I just learned today that my book, The Conscious Communicator, The Pursuit of Joy and Human Connection Inspired by the Art of Horsemanship, won its first award. It won a Winnie Award at the Equus Film Festival in the category of Horse-Human Connection. My book is two years old this month, and I cannot think of a better way to close out this year than to receive this award. The literary section of this festival is packed with some great books. You can check them out along with everything else the film festival has to offer at equusfilmfestival.net. Okay, so my second bit of news is equally, if not even more exciting to me. You may remember or know the name Beth Killo. Beth was on my show for a fantastic conversation on episode 41. Since then, Beth and I have decided we didn't want our work to end there. With this, we have decided to come together and create a unique educational experience for equestrians. Beth and I are in the process of creating a pilot program for horsewomen that converges our teachings around equestrian mindset and natural leadership. We're still on the ground level of bringing this all together. However, we are motivated to bring a program that creates a community of learners within the equestrian world, is designed with flexibility, allowing its students to help shape it into what we as equestrian women are needing most as individuals and as a community, is clear and concise that will create real and actionable change for its engaged students, takes a holistic approach to learning, leading, and life, offers weekly exercises to do for you as an individual and for you and your horse together so that your personal development work can be immediately integrated into your horsemanship. Now, how cool is that? 
It also establishes a group of supportive learners, essentially a human herd, working on monthly topics together. It can reach everyone through content delivered remotely via audio, video, and downloadable PDF and offers live coaching and Ask Me Anything sessions so the whole group can get support, brainstorm, and discuss. The topics that we're going to be speaking about and teaching on are natural leadership, awareness as a core commitment in the horse-human partnership, which I know you know I love and Beth might even love even more, fine-tuning the human-animal pressure system to be a better feedback partner, the concept of coping and how we can support our horses through stress, the connection between how we show up in life and for our horses, everyday practices to incorporate into your life that will support your growth as an equestrian and a person, conscious communication, as well as allowing the art of horsemanship to transform your connections, confidence, and control in and out of the arena. Now, like, How amazing does that sound? I get chills just thinking about it. We are truly committed to showing up for you. And if you need us, we would love to hear from you. Our question to you is, is do you want to come along for the ride? If you do, I would love for you to touch base with me. The easiest way to touch base with me on this is definitely through email. If you email me at Nikki at nikkiporter.ca. I would love to hear from you because this pilot program is going to be amazing. The price point is going to be affordable and it's going to be the very thing that you might be looking for heading into 2021 in order to really take the reins on your life and your horsemanship and start out this new year feeling aware and connected and confident. So if that sounds fantastic to you, don't forget to reach out to me. Even if you just want to PM me on social media, that's totally cool as well. But definitely email is the easiest way to touch base so I can just give you a quick reply back. Okay, okay. And finally, the story I wanted to share with you before discussing my three top takeaways from the clinic I just got home from two days ago. You may have noticed something about this podcast. I don't often speak about products. Even though great products do help the physical and mental health of both ourselves and our horses, I am very particular about what I share because I want to bring you information that only aligns with my values and comes from a genuine place of experience and trust. With this said, I have to tell you a quick story about my experience with a supplement for my horse Ford that I am so pleased with. This fall, I noticed his coat was a little dull and his weight was less than I would have liked to see. The Nova Scotia bugs were hard on my sensitive guy. In the pursuit of a great supplement that offered results and didn't break my bank, I discovered Smart Earth Camelina. I'm telling you guys, I'm so impressed. I'm impressed not only with the company, which is Canadian, I'm even more impressed with the results that I'm seeing. 
Since putting Ford on this oil, his weight is fantastic, his coat shines again, his mane has tons of new growth, and my farrier has noticed a positive change in his hoof health. This oil really delivers. If you want to read up on it or check out their prices, you can visit smartearthcamelina.ca. The link is in the show notes. P.S. They didn't sponsor this, but you never know what might happen in the future. All right, enough of the stories for now. Time to get into the nitty gritty of today's show. My top three clinic takeaways. Number one, Jim Anderson is incredible. Nah, that's not number one. I already knew that one, but I wanted to share my opinion. If you don't recognize Jim's name, you can find more about this Alberta horseman at higherhorsemanship.com. Okay, back at it. Number one, first takeaway is... Asking questions is key. This seems pretty common sense and straightforward, especially for someone who attends clinics as often as I do. But for some reason, this clinic made it even more clear. It isn't that we should just ask questions. We need to think about our questions at a foundational level and build our way up. Sometimes the thing that stops us from asking questions that truly make a difference is the fear of judgment. You see, I went into this clinic with a couple questions I would never have asked in the past in fear of looking dumb or less advanced. This time, I dug deep and I wanted to know the puzzle pieces that I had missed along the way of my 30-year riding career. By asking foundational questions, I was able to clear up many aspects of my communication and I gained confidence quickly that I knew would stay with me when I got back home in my own arena. One more thing that can stop us from asking good questions is preparation. Simply not taking the time to think about what we truly want to know and committing to getting answers. One thing that I have found that helps greatly with this is having a friend to talk about the clinic before you go and after each ride. Speaking your questions out loud will help you remember them and discussing your questions after your ride allows you to repeat your answers out loud and truly discover if you got what you needed. This also allows you to plan for your next session. At this clinic, I actually found myself going at the end of my lessons and repeating my questions that I had answered and then repeating back to the clinician the answers that he had given, almost like summarizing my ride and the answers that he offered me in order to make sure that I was really clear on what it was that I asked and what it was that he taught me. And the other thing that I found that really helped was that through my conversations after my lesson, I was able to actually use these in conversations, use the things that I learned in conversations in order to then solidify it in my mind to be able to bring it home with more confidence. My second takeaway is that it is way easier to deflect and create stories rather than work to make changes in what we do as riders because change is hard, it is uncomfortable, it can be scary, and it makes us vulnerable. Attending this clinic cleared up my communication in that we got very clear on my cues, my expectations, 
and my pressure. It was simple, but it was hard. It was a lot easier to beg with my leg, prevent him from falling apart through micromanaging, and be content in a beautiful little pony lope, rather than set a consistent expectation based on my separate cue and pressure to have him become more accountable and work harder for me. Jim said Ford is a minimalist. I couldn't agree more. By babysitting him less, I made us both more accountable for how we are showing up. Because we got so clear on what my cue was and then the resulting pressure based on my expectation, and of course this is considering how broke my horse really is, I found I was able to take the information that I learned home and really apply it and be able to stick with it because it was so clear in my mind. And I could also see or feel very clearly when I was allowing myself to babysit versus really stay consistent with my clear expectations. This is, this is huge. Again, seems so simple. Seems like I probably should have already known this with 30 years of riding experience, but something just wasn't clicking here between Ford and I, and now it feels like we have the answers that I was seeking. Something interesting to note here is that on the ground, because I have so much practice doing obstacles in hand with horses, I have a very clear understanding and feel for my cues and then my consistent and rhythmic added pressure when I'm looking for a specific response. And something just wasn't quite clicking from my groundwork and into my riding. So this was pretty amazing for me. My final takeaway that I will share with you today is that horses are absolutely brilliant, forgiving, incredible, and talented. I knew these things before, but man, a clinic like this showcases it beyond belief. They try so hard for us. They truly are our greatest teachers. If you are listening to this podcast, it's likely safe for me to assume that you are an equestrian, and it is also likely safe for me to say that you are among one of the luckiest people on earth to have the opportunity to know and love horses. Some people actually live their whole lives having never witnessed a horse's true beauty, and aren't we all just so blessed to be the ones who do? Well, that's it for today. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please leave a review and share it with your friends. To learn more about me and what else I have on the go, skip on over to NikkiPorter.ca. Thanks again for listening, and we'll connect again next week. Until then, remember, you have the power to take the reins and live the life you've always wanted. You just have to step into the arena with an open heart and an open mind.